Let's get it. Welcome to Chalk Talk. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up? What's up, Cooper? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving, staying warm. If you're wondering why we're doing this over Zoom, we both went to our parents' houses and bunkered down. We have a winter storm. Actually, you know, for Memphis, 6 to 12 inches is a big deal. Tire City shuts down. So, you know, we're bunkered up getting some food and shit, but we're still doing the podcast as we promised because we have so very much to get into today, including... Michael Jordan getting ignored by the Bulls owner. I'm going to tell you how and why that happened. We're also going to touch on our top five NBA trade targets as we're just 26 days away from the deadline. But first, Cooper's Cowboys got their ass beat yesterday. Cooper's who? Those are my Cowboys? Cooper's Cowboys got their ass beat yesterday. Oh, uh, you must have missed the bonfire I held last night. All the Cowboys gear I previously owned has been – Burned to ash. I'm a Texans fan. Okay. Well, Cooper's going it's to Monday. a little down south. It's Monday. We can start it off with a lie, but we're not going to not start it off without Jack in the Box. And you know, the All first right. two on Jack in the Box are about your team, the Dallas Cowboys, who you're trying to actively disown right now. Cooper, yeah. tell me true or false, because I know your feelings about Mike McCarthy. We've walked through this time and time again. Replacing Mike McCarthy will replace all of the Cowboys' issues. True or false? Ooh. Uh, you know, just for the sake of saying it, I'm going to say true. Because the issues I've had with this team, regardless of three straight 12-win seasons, because the Cowboys are about to fire the, quote-unquote, one of the craziest coaches they've had because he's been 12-5 and five in the last three regular seasons, which has never happened before in Cowboys history. But it's the lack of, like, maneuver he just he's always stubborn he sticks with what he thinks is going to work and it just doesn't work you and i have sat there and watched very few cowboys games because i don't enjoy watching them but he doesn't do anything aside from what he's done all year he sits there he runs it up the middle with a guy that's not supposed to be running up the middle and first and second down and they're just never prepared you look at that game yeah Dak prescott sucked in the first first part of the game and Dak even said he sucked i don't blame that on Dak. i don't blame the defense on anybody one player because nobody really showed up, and that falls on the head coach. Your head coach did not have this team well-prepared. The game plan was garbage, and he didn't go away from it. It is what it is. And your decent defensive coordinator is going to get out of the building as fast as humanly possible because his his uh, – he, he doesn't look as good anymore. I'll just say that. I mean, Dan Quinn okay, well, did not uh, have a good day either. Well, I, I agree with everything you just said, but, again – True or false, replacing Mike I'm McCarthy will replace their issues. That's true? Yes, because their issues were lack of game plan and lack of uh, just okay. creativity. This this team lacked creativity all year. And, they, yes, they had some crazy good wins, but look at the teams they beat and look at the teams they lost to. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to take the other side. I had a feeling you'd say true. and You're standing by what you've said for months on end and months on end. Years. I respect the hell out of that. I'm going to say false. They gave up 48 points to a team that lost five of the first seven games. Defensively, you brought up that. they The amount of time that Green Bay ran play action directly at Micah Parsons so they could get a basically a fake double team on him to just take him out of the equation was ridiculous. Dan Quinn, as you said, is going to run. He yeah, had he circles ran around him yesterday by Mike LaFleur or, or Matt LaFleur and the Packers uh, coach. Those two Dak interceptions I'll talk about in a second, but I think there's a lot more than just Mike McCarthy. Bill Belichick is the most 
is the easiest decision in the history decision. He is the odds-on betting favorite to be the Cowboys head coach as we speak. Mike Vrabel is second. I just don't think that's going to replace everything. They have the level of talent to win a Super Bowl, but God, there's a lot of issues on this team. They have the level of talent to win the Super Bowl, but I do think it starts with coaching. I think Dak's first interception, Jair Alexander made a hell of a play. I don't, I'm not even upset about the ball placement. I'm not upset about anything. There shouldn't have been a foul call. None of that. Like I've seen all of that. That was a great play by one of the best corners in the league. Um, and then the second interception, I hardly blame on the fact that CeeDee Lamb was butthurt that he wasn't getting the ball. And so Dak said, all right, screw it. I'm just going to throw it to you. And it was picked. Like, and now that is a stubborn play on both quarterback and wide receiver part. But again, the quarterback's going to take a lot of heat because he's Dallas quarterback. But this coaching at all three levels of football, offensive, defense, and special teams was all garbage. And that starts with the head coach. Dan Quinn's going to leave because Dan Quinn's got to leave. He yeah. cashed in yesterday. The next question is about Dak, and I'll get to that in a minute. But I disagree. The first interception, Jair Alexander, one of the best interceptions, like you said, is one of the best I've ever seen. If you look up top, CeeDee Lamb's wide ass open on the corner route, and the second one was way worse. The first one wasn't that bad. I mean, CeeDee was open. It is oh, the second one was bad. But the second one on triple slants against cover three, you yeah. never throw the middle one. You never throw the no. middle one. They're sitting there every the, time, the inside or outside. Yeah, if you look at the – outside was wide open, like mm-hmm. bug naked wide open. Mm-hmm. I was like – and it was just – it felt like one of those things that – uh, Greg Olson and I, I'm blanking on the other dude, but they were both sitting there just like commenting the whole time. They go, CD and Dak just look out of sync the entire game, and you see them both jawing at each other every time they go back to the huddle. CD mm-hmm. dropped two balls early, and then the other one, Dak threw it to him, and he just wasn't in the spot that he was supposed to be at. There was a lot of miscommunication, and it just looked like one of those moments where the star quarterback and the star wide receiver look at each other, and receiver says, Give me the ball. And he's like, All right, screw it. So, and it, lo- it literally just looked like a quarterback that said, I'm not going to even read the play, I'm just throwing it to him. And it was a force feed fest because the game plan for Mike McCarthy was get CeeDee Lamb the ball and run up the middle. And that's exactly right because it's a shame. They were down 20 to nothing. Chris Vernon was talking about today as a Cowboys fan in your position. He's like 20 to nothing. I'm still talking myself into this. You know, yeah. we're, we're driving down oh, the field too. and then the pick six happens. That, that, yeah. that oh, on and the triple slant and negated everything. All right, next yep. one. I said it was about Dak. True or false, Dak Prescott's future should be in question. True. Uh, you're sitting there, and the whole season he's been an MVP um, in the MVP conversation, I'll say, and he's up for an extension. He's wanting an extension. I I, I love Dak. I, I love the guy that he is, the team leader that he is. I love all of that. He checks a lot of boxes. I think he's really good at, like, reading defenses, and he's really – he's a solid quarterback. He's never going to excel a team past their certain level. Uh, and he's not worth the money that you're going to get. Like, Jordan Love's going to make more money than him he should. Jordan Love started the season, and I'll give some Packers love here, those first seven games or whatever where they lost five of the seven, 14 touchdowns to 10 interceptions over the last eight or nine or 10 games of the season, 18 interceptions to – or 18 touchdowns to one interception. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the league statistically over those last couple of weeks, and it showed. One team was hot, one team was not. But the problem is Dak is great at certain things. Everybody was bashing the Cam Newton thing. And then look, now you're sitting here and you're like, is Cam Newton wrong? Dak looks like a game manager. I think he's better than a game manager, like your prototypical game managers. But at the end of the day, I don't know if Dak's worth enough money to pay him what he wants and still sit with the same level of elevation. I He had a quote after the game about, you know, Mike McCarthy's future and his own future. And he said – 
Uh, he was asked about McCarthy, and he said this team had success because of him. I understand it's about winning a Super Bowl, but in that case, add me to the hot seat list as well. I'm going to say Foss just because how hard it is to find a franchise quarterback. To me, he is a franchise quarterback. He was in the MVP conversation all year. This was so out of character, uncharacteristic. This looks like last year's deck that led the NFL uh, in interceptions. But I'm not taking one game negate the other 17. What I am going to do is the person who talks the most shit on that team. Micah Parsons came out after they beat the Giants in week one and said, I'm going to show, you know, we're showing the world that we are the best defense in football. It didn't matter if Trevon Diggs was there or not yesterday, bro. They, mm -hmm. they took his ass out of the game. And I'm telling you, he is a Hall of Fame player. Talent is unquestioned. One of the best players in the league. But running his mouth after a week one win to the Giants, and now this, you get 48 hung on you on the last team to make it in the playoffs? Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. I'm, I'm so tired of hearing him talk. I don't blame him one bit. He's making money and doing his thing. I hit, he was not the problem with our thing yesterday. Every single third and five, we're 12 yards off of their wide receivers. And it's one of those things that Greg Olson literally said, Deron Bland is 